It's your old, it's your old pal. It's me, Tony. This is the Every Tony, Nothing Tony Special Tony Pod Tony. It's all about me, and it's just me. So if I'm your least favorite member of the podcast, click right the fuck off right now, because it's, this is not a joke. It's just me. No one else is here. I know we do that bit a lot. But it's really just me this time. <laughs> um, how you doing, everybody? My name is Tony. I am uh, one of the hosts. I really hope you didn't just hear me swallow all that spit just now, because it was a lot. Uh, and I haven't done this in a while. So welcome to the Everyday Nothing Special podcast. Uh, I am your host, Tony. And I've said it three times now. Um, so... We're having a little bit of trouble uh, just setting stuff up. We're moving around. I don't know if you've ever said this before, but when we first started this podcast, uh, we did it out of Jesus's apartment, uh, and it was fucking awesome. We had a whole – it was kind of a studio setup. We all had pop filters. He had a big old desk and you know microphone stands, uh, and it was baller. Whole whole production was awesome, um, but Zeus had to move, uh, and where he moved to, we couldn't. It wasn't enough space to do any of that anymore. Uh, so hopefully, um, you know, in the future we can do something like that again. But for right now, it's just me. <laughs> uh, everyday nothing special podcast is a podcast where we talk about everyday nothing special things keep saying we i'm very lonely uh and yeah that's pretty much it it's not safe for work don't play it out out loud or you might get in trouble i am not liable for the things that (laughs) i'm just i'm just kidding anyway uh but yeah how you doing guys it's uh it's been a while i know we've been on break there's been been a few things we're trying to take care of i just came back from the uh Dragon Ball Fighters World Tournament Finals, and my mind was just blown away. I I've made it no secret that I am a huge fucking nerd. Uh, I I played Dragon Ball Fighters. I love Dragon Ball Z. I just got Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I, fucking Devil May Cry Five is about to come out. Resident Evil Two. Avid video game player. I'm I don't know what I did. I don't know what god I pleased, but I'm just gonna I'm writing this out because I know I'm gonna hit a real low real soon. <laughs> so yeah, we just came back from that tournament and man, it was fucking insane. Goku listen to me. We're, I'm gonna talk about this in the next episode, best believe. But fucking Sean Schemmel, real life Goku said he liked my afro 
and nothing in this world has made me any happier than that right there. <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe it. Jesus was on the phone with me, so he can fucking attest it was it was real. I wasn't dreaming. Holy shit. <laughs> um I got to got to meet some of the competitors, you know, and it, the whole event was pretty awesome. My girlfriend was able to come through for the last bit of it and it was just great. It was a great time. Um uh, but now, you know, I'm back to the shitty real world where Goku doesn't say anything about your hair. <laughs> I got to get my wisdom teeth taken out soon, which is going to suck. Uh, I've been kind of putting it off because I don't live near any family, so it's not like I had somebody to to take me after I've been drugged up and stuff, take me back home. So yeah, I've been kind of... Uh, Kind of putting it off, but finally I'm setting up a consultation, get the surgery. Has anybody any... Hey, if anybody's even listening, if you've ever had your wisdom teeth taken out, please let me know. How was it, you know? did How badly did it hurt after... You know, was it like... Was it like, oh man, I'd rather be stabbed and killed and shot? Or was it like, you know, that but... A little less. I don't know. Uh, like I said before, I just got Kingdom Hearts three, and oh man, it's it's been uh it's been blowing me away. Last night I stood up until three in the morning. Not advisable when you have work the next day. Just so you know. But I t I took my chances. Man, uh, I've I've waited thirteen years for that game. Which is kind of crazy when I say it out loud. I was 10 years old when I played Kingdom Hearts 2 on the PlayStation 2. And 13 years later, I'm finally able to to say I hate this game. No, I'm just kidding. It's great. It really is. I enjoy it a lot. Um, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, and I'm kind of going on a tangent. Listen, I, I'm going to do something... That I often do on the podcast, but you know, without without my fellow hosts reining me in, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna rant for a little bit, unhinged. This is the unhinged Tony special pod, Tony. Okay, um, I I've been having this kind of I don't know. I I guess it's a resurgence of a kind of teenage angst and i don't know if it's because of the social or political climate right now but i've been on this kind of like fuck parents <laughs> I, not all parents not your parents you know uh certainly not my parents uh, <laughs> but i i've been running into all too often Parents that make the same mistake that a lot of parents already made. Uh, and it's it's frustrating, to say the least, you know? Um, I, I don't know what it is about when people have kids that there's obviously some nurturing 
that happens. There's some nurture, nurturing that kind of clicks as soon as you have a child. I don't have a child. So this is all from the perspective of somebody who's, you know, has been seeing a lot of kids get abused by their parents, mind you. I don't I don't have kids. But it's frustrating for me to see parents that are selfish, authoritative, just overall just making the same kind of stupid mistakes that we're all seeing all too often. You you know what I mean? The kind of stuff where where uh, it, it's really easy to, to see somebody and say, hey, yeah, no shit, don't do that, right? Like calling, calling them or demeaning them in any kind of sense, right? Uh, when, when you're young and you're impressionable, the opinion of, uh, I mean, of any kind of parental figure, not strictly your parents but it could also be like someone you look up to it means a lot it means a lot so when you have that position you have a responsibility that i don't see a lot of people talking about right like i don't i i feel like parents don't understand i'm saying parents in a very general sense because i don't want to uh specifically name people <laughs> people that you probably wouldn't know and you know it wouldn't help but it's a certain type of parent that sees no responsibility in inspiring and uh communicating and condoling their their children i just don't understand it they don't see the need to comfort them uh, or at least not emotionally in the way that I think a lot of kids need to be, you know? It, it doesn't help that we have a lot of stigma against emotional and mental disorders, right? And, and that's why we have a whole generation of people right now that are going to therapy for the first time, and they're realizing, holy shit, a lot of the problems I had, I just needed somebody to talk to. Or a lot of the problems that I thought I had aren't actually problems. They're disorders. They're things that I need medicine for, you know? And it's all because their parents didn't take the time out and communicate with them. They didn't take the time out and talk. They didn't They didn't try to do any of those things. And some of them did. Some of them, I, I genuine, genuinely believe, some of them did. And they weren't so great at it. And I'm not talking about y'all. <laughs> you know, like, when you are when you become a parent, I'm well aware that it doesn't come with a fucking handbook, right? Like, no one hands you something and says, hey, this is how you, this is how you be a dad, you know? But there is a certain sense of common decency that a lot of people think they can forgo just because it's their kids, you know? Let me give you an example. Let's say you have a kid, and the kid's not doing so well in his math class. And you constantly, constantly berate him. Constantly. Uh, you know, telling him that his math homework better be done, which puts pressures on him. 
which is fine, you know, uh, if you want to teach your kid responsibility. I understand that, but but then you also uh, you also make fun of him when he's wrong, or you yell at him when he's wrong, or if he's struggling, you think that's a that's the time for you to take an authority figure's position instead of somebody who's trying to comfort them and help them, right? Uh, I understand the need to kind of instill a sense of discipline in your children. But when that persona takes over too much, it's hard to see how that's not abuse. How is that not emotional and mental abuse if you're just constantly telling your kid that they fucking suck, you know? I don't know. I know this is a really heavy topic to to start off my fucking solo podcast with but but uh it's been really weighing on my mind because i I get the sense of superiority from from some parents that i've talked to and when they talk about their kids they they have this notion right this this oh you know what i mean it's like when you talk to somebody and they think that they're better than you that, except they're talking about somebody else. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. The point is, is I think we need to take a little more responsibility for the emotional and mental well-being of our children. You can't just, you can't just set rules on the table and and like, all right, there it is. Every time you break the rule, you punish it because because most of the time there's a reason. You know, there's there's something that's going on. I don't know. It's so frustrating. I I've been uh I've been kind of analyzing a lot of my own um toxicity as well. You know, just the mean shit that I might put out without even realizing it. Uh, and it's it's hard, man. When you realize, like, oh, I do do that. Um, like, my girlfriend pointed out the other day that I made a joke that was kind of objectifying. And I was like, really? You know, and I fought back. I got defensive. I was like, nah, man, what are you talking? I wasn't being... Uh, man, you're making me an object! <laughs> but when you take a step back and you... You know, you stop being offended and you stop feeling attacked. Uh, it's it's it all comes down to it's hard to look at yourself and be like, yeah, that was fucked up what I just said or what I just did. Like, yeah, that was wrong. And I'm I'm trying to trying to circumvent that. You know, I'm trying I'm trying to walk around that because that shit is a uh, that shit is really really tough to deal with. Especially when it's somebody that you care about, you know? Because least of all, what you want to do is hurt somebody's feelings. But you're not helping that if you're going to deny them every time you say, they say that you're hurting their feelings. Is that a difficult sentence? I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Listen, truth is, I ran out of a lot of funny and fun stuff to talk about already. (laughs) I was kind of hoping that Goku thing 
would uh would keep me going <laughs> for a long time. Oh man. Yeah. I'm kind of been thinking about uh what it means to be a dude. What it means to be a man or a guy or a boy. I don't know what the fuck I am. Uh because a lot of those symbols and emblems that I, excuse me, that I uh, held to a standard when I was younger, I've grown up and I've realized, yeah, no, like, this person was shitty, shouldn't have been looking up to him, uh, this person was doing all the wrong things, and... Like, where do you go from there? Obviously, you need to find some sort of self-image and and build on that and find confidence in yourself and look up to people that reflect, you know, the image that you want to be. Uh, but it's... All of this is tough, you know? Especially when it... When a part of it is, like, my fault, right? Like, some of it is the fact that I uh, I didn't put enough effort. I didn't listen to enough people. I didn't expand my tiny, tiny, tiny circle when I was younger. Uh, I'm also not sure if I talked about this before in the podcast, but I uh, I had pretty pretty deep social anxiety when I was younger um, that kept me from really going anywhere, meeting anybody new, talking to anybody. I mean, you know, granted, I didn't live in the safest part of Brooklyn. Safer, but not the safest. Um, so it's... I'm kind of feeling socially stunted, I guess? I don't know. But... It's hard. <laughs> it's, it's just complaining. This is complaining podcast. This is complaining podcast. It's hard. Uh, it's hard. No one likes me. A lot of people like me. <laughs> That's the thing. You know, I, I, I have improved and I can see that, right? There's no way I would have done some shit like this when I was younger with Jesus and Tommy. You know, uh, but, but I, I feel like I'm able to talk to people. I feel like I'm able to put past my insecurities a little bit and put myself out there. Sometimes it doesn't work and it sucks and you go home and you're like, fuck, I want to curl up in a ball and die. <laughs> that was so awkward. Uh, but, um, um, like I want to be charismatic, you know, I want to be, uh charming i mean who doesn't right who doesn't want people to rally behind them and and uh and kind of just talk and understand and like yeah fucking tony <laughs> i want people to like me and and that used to be something that i was uh, afraid to say but but fuck it why 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 do we why do we let so many outside things influence who we get to be or what we enjoy, right? 
I I want people to like me, and that's okay. You can you can want that. You know, there there are some people who live by a creed of don't let anybody, you know, affect you whatsoever. And I think I just said that earlier <laughs> in this sentence. Uh, why do we let other people influence us so much? How can I rephrase that in a way that agrees with my point? <laughs> I guess what I mean is it's okay to want people to like you. Just accept when they don't and don't pretend like you don't care. It seems seems kind of I don't know. How does it help you to deny yourself something that you know that you want, right? Say you want validation uh and and you know full full credit that maybe the validation you seek is is wrong which is fine uh if you make that discovery and and you know and that's what i discovered when i was a kid is the validation that i that i sought out was kind of toxic you know the truth is is that i'm not going to be a 6 foot tall dude with rippling biceps and uh fucking a pension for beating the shit out of people, you know, and I don't want to be that, <laughs> but the, I do want people to like me, and I don't think that's wrong, I, I like feeling validated, and to a certain extent, everybody wants to feel validated, it might not be by the same things though, and I think that's what people mean when they say, you know, don't let uh don't care so much about what other people think um is don't seek the validation through other people just because they're other people you know seek validation through the the channels that you find joy right like i seek validation through doing creative shit with jesus and jesus telling me that it's cool or or hanging out with my girlfriend and my girlfriend telling me like, hey, you've improved on your organizational skills or whatever, <laughs> right? Or sometimes for people it's at work and they and they want to feel like they done smart shit at work or you know, um. But there's always something. It's always something that we want to feel validated by. And why is that? Hmm. That's a good question, huh? And maybe I'm making too many generalizations. <laughs> That's always... Fair point throughout all of this is I'm making a bunch of generalizations about a bunch of people, and I hate that. I absolutely do. It's just hard to talk outside of generalizations for me. <laughs> it's really hard to do that. That's another character flaw that I'm trying to fix uh what else man I want to play D&D &D really fucking bad really bad I, I've been DMing this campaign uh for best friend from New York my best bud from college uh and my girlfriend and it's it's been a fucking blast man uh I just coming up with 
you know, the world building, taking the backstories that all my players wrote and trying to kind of fuse it together and, and make a, a campaign. Um, it's just, it's fucking tough sometimes, <laughs> especially I feel like eventually my players are going to become antagonistic towards me, uh, because, uh, oh man, they are fighters. All of them are, <laughs> it, it, if the fight or flight syndrome comes in and they are fighting, <laughs> Uh, but it's fucking fun, man. But I just want to play. I just want to play. I want to fucking play. DMing's cool and everything, but fuck, man. It's too much work. And then to to get the joy out of it, you kind of have to wait, you know? Where, like, when you're... When you create a character, you can continue creating that character. And I guess I can keep building my world, but, like, when you have, like, these kind of breadcrumbs... And you're like, oh shit! I want the I want them to follow it to see what happens next. <laughs> so what crazy decision they make? Um. So it's been a blast DMing that, but I just want to play. Jesus actually is an amazing DM. Really is one of the best DMs that, if not the best DM that I've ever played under. I think I've played under three or four. Uh, and I was enamored. Just he has these descriptions, and he narrates so beautifully. And he, oh God, he he's so fucking good <laughs> at writing stories. It's amazing. Jesus really has like a creative mind. Man, we're trying to fucking get Tommy to play with us, but he's so afraid of being a nerd. Uh, he, he won't just nerd out with us. Yeah, we're fucking nerds, man. Um, so, man, hopefully we get this uh, D&D episode going. We've been wanting to put that out for a while. It's just taken some time for us to get together. Um, hmm. What else? Man, it's tough. It's tough when you don't have people to bounce off of. <laughs> I know I say that every single time I record one of these, <laughs> but it, it really is something. <laughs> um, if anybody's got podcasts out there, man, I've been finding out that so many people, so many people have podcasts, and it's fucking cool. It's really cool. It it's uh, it takes a little pressure off me, I think, when I'm like, oh yeah. No one's probably listening to yours either. Okay, cool. <laughs> but, you know, EDNS, we've, I mean, doing this for a year, it's something. Because I don't know if we've ever committed to something this long uh, as a group. Just doing something, um, trying to do it every week. Uh, it, it's it's great when we get to do it. It really is. Man, get out there. Create stuff. Be cool. You know? That's all you gotta do. <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? <laughs> oh, man. I gotta get my wisdom teeth taken out, dude. 
stressing out about that shit. Hey, can I gush about um Into the Spider-Verse just a little bit? Um, This shit won a Golden Globe fucking award for best animated feature of the year. And that's insane to me. It might win a fucking Oscar. Which, I mean, I care about Oscars a little less. Uh, but, but fuck, man, if they win one, that's that's a huge win. I I know I talked about how Miles Morales is my favorite uh, Marvel, DC, whatever superhero character. Um, but the movie itself was just such a uh it it was just such a genuine fucking connection that i had i have never felt spoken to or heard by a movie like that before just capturing what it's like to be quite literally what i was at miles's age you know constantly feeling like you're under expectations you know it, living in this fucking maze of a city going to this charter school that you don't want to go to it's so insane how closely my life matches up with with the <laughs> images on that movie um and personally that's why it's my favorite movie of all time and I will happily spend as much money on it as possible so that it succeeds. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's nice to find some stuff that you like. Not some stuff, but it's nice when you have something that you can latch onto and say, hey, this is something that's important to me. Uh, not only does it add value to your identity i feel um but it it helps people understand who you are you know when i mean that's why it's so fun when you find somebody that's into the same things that you are because that means oh this person on some level we understand each other right it's nice when you have something that can not only bring you joy, but I guess bring you validation in a sense. Fuck, I gotta file my taxes, dude. <laughs> I just look down at the table and there's my W-2. Oh, fuck. Man, I don't know how to do that shit at all. I think I need to increase my tax contributions too. Um, unless I'm breaking even, which I might have to be good with that for a little bit, because, man, I'm uh, kind of scraping by student loans, rent, you know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing bad. I'm doing pretty well, uh, pretty fucking well. Definitely better than <laughs> I was when we first started this podcast. You know, I have a job. <laughs> but uh it's i'm i'm really trying to i'm not trying i'm not trying to learn how to be an adult enough 
uh, I'm I'm really kind of kind of not doing stuff I'm I should be doing, you know. Fuck, I I should be like investing more. Like, I know we say it as a joke a lot, but please, fucking invest your money. Like, put it away. Don't spend it on stupid bullshit. For the love of God, for the love of God, don't miss a credit card payment, cause that will fuck your shit up. I am so serious right now. <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking to, but if anybody doesn't know this, you cannot, can not miss a credit card. Fuck. Did I miss a credit card statement? That is a... Holy shit. I think I missed a credit card. Fucking statement. God damn it. <laughs> Oh man. Uh well, there you go. <laughs> All right, yo, well, I'm, I'm going to check my bank account cuz I'm pretty sure I'm fucked. Uh but in the meantime, catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at spicy pinata. You can go to spicypinata.com, just show us some traffic. Listen, we make this stuff so that we can enjoy it, really, you know? But if we found out that just one person out there enjoyed this just a little bit, that would mean the world to us. We just want to make everybody feel like they're a part of EDNS, like they're right here with us listening to a conversation. So if you can, let us know in any way. Tweet us, fucking post you know, uh, rate us on iTunes, whatever you can, just finding out that anybody is listening is amazing. So please, catch us on that stuff and we'll catch you on the flip. Thank you.